Matt, idea for a movie. Man goes back in time, stops himself from being born. Why? Woman goes back in time and stops herself from being born. Again, what is the reason? Child goes back in time and stops itself from being born. I don't think it's the character that's the problem. It doesn't matter what sex or age. It's the, the premise doesn't work. Okay. Man goes back in time, steals a dinosaur, clones it, displays it in his shed. I think that might have been done already, but on a larger scale. What, recently? Yeah, I think five movies in the can and one on the way is probably close enough. Okay. Uh, man goes back in time... Finds his father, kills him, blows up a disco ball in space. It's a long time ago. Gonna gal- stop you there. I think that's Star Wars, but roughly. Hmm. Man goes back in time, fixes a clock, drives too fast, his hand disappears whilst playing the guitar. Okay, are you actually thinking of any new ideas or oh, uh, just... Okay, I've got, I got it. Man goes back Let me in guess. Man goes back in time to kill a woman whose son will one day become a saviour against machines in a post-apocalyptic future. Oh, that's good. Give it's the Terminator. All right, all right. Last one. This one's got a killer twist. Man goes back in time, has a conversation with his mate, and then for no reason disappears. It just sounds a little dull. Uh, Kev? Kev? No way, Kev, where are you? That's weird. Shadeside Noir, welcome, cat, by the silly absurd and where to sit side. The city's at war. Every day I wake up and smell the coffee. The worm turned before the early bird awoke. The air now smells of ozone, chicken fried rice and tension. The city's shoulders are in need of a rub, but the Swedish masseur at number two Fitzroy Street is off sick. Food poisoning from the local takeaway outlet. I don't go near the place. I'm always watching. It's 5.21 a.m. Perkins, 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 Perkins and Perkins. How may I direct your call? No, I'm afraid Mr. Perkins is not in today. Uh, no, he's on lunch. Oh, no, Mr. Perkins is away on training, I'm afraid. Uh, no, he's on another call. Oh, Mr. Perkins? Certainly. If you'd like to hold, I'll put you through. Previously on Cat Noir. After treating herons with contempt during a previous sketch, making a punchline out of how close the word heron is to heroin, and allowing a solitary heron to become trapped within sketches. The herons, led by the Grand Visor of the Ninth Siege, have declared war on humanity, and in a surprise move, against all herons. Although they are high in protein and omega-3 fatty acids, the herons as an allied force have only held back the advances at Herring's Green and Herring Fleet, but were too late to stop the invasion of Herons Gill Herringate and Heronsford. This is the front line.
sir, we have the advantage. The enemy have retreated back to their trenches. Bah, excellent news. We must push forwards. Prepare the men. We need to be careful, though. There are rumours that the riverbanks have been mined. Get it done. Yes, sir. Excuse me? What is it? Did you say mines? I don't fancy that. I didn't join up to be blown to pieces, you know. Pull yourself together. This advance could mean the end of this war. We'll be free. Maybe I don't want to be free. What? Well, and I don't think I'm the first to point this out. This war's pretty pointless. All war's pointless, soldier. It's the freedom that makes it a necessity. Well, I think we've been brainwashed. Let's just think about this for a minute. I mean, I'm only a humble fishmonger. Why don't we call ourselves a percussion of herons? We could have protested on the streets with maracas. But no, no. Our glorious leader said he wants us to be a siege. I feel like I've been forced into this. We could just be sitting here on a cajon, hitting a triangle. Ding, ding, ding. You know? Ding, ding, ding-a-ling. Much less dangerous. Don't be ridiculous. A siege is strong. We're strong in numbers. Well, some people call us a hedge of herons. I mean, that's not very scary, is it? Oh, look at that huge hedge of herons over there, by that hedge. We don't use the H word here, soldier. Oh, look at that shrub of herons. Murderous, they are. Soldier. Oh, watch out for that bedding plant advance. Just so happens I'm looking for soldiers like you. What, free thinkers? Those that won't obey blindly? Intellectuals? No, disposables. Perkins, 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 and Fitzroy. How may I direct your call? No, I'm afraid Mr. Perkins left last month. He's been replaced by Mr. Fitzroy. I know. That's been very confusing here and all. I've had to change all the headed paper. Okay, Stella, we are now six months behind on this project. If we could just get one song in the can, that would be great. Ian, I'm so sorry you spent six weeks being incubated in a nest on the riverbank. I promise nothing more will go wrong. I'll just sing the songs. Thanks, Stella. I'm afraid the record company vetoed burning down the house and murder on the dance floor under health and safety concerns. But we still have knock on wood, so let's go for a take. Okay, darling. Oh, Ian. Yes, Ella. Who is this song by? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Is it by Burly Sassy? Burly Sassy. Yes, Burly Sassy. I, no, but I, I don't know. I've no idea. Burly Sassy, you know, diamonds are forever. Oh, Shirley Bassey. Yes, Burly Sassy. Shirley Bassey. Burly Sassy. Shirley Bassey. Yes, Burly Sassy. Oh God, shoot me now. I, no, well, no, no, no. Uh, I was only joking. Okay. Let's just stick to the last song we have, Stella. We are rolling. It's like thunder. Oh no. Lightning. Why? Why? The way I love me is frightening. You better knock on the wood. Stella, stop. What, darling? I said the right words this time. Yes, but I'm on fire. Ow. Look, Stella, I don't think I can go on anymore. This album has literally taken my whole life from me. Please, 
please never sing again. And I mean it, Stella. Never. And never talk to me. Never contact me. Never even think about me. Not even for a second ever again in your life. I've been hit by a train. I've been crushed by babies, birthed by herons, and now struck by lightning. I can't take it anymore. Goodbye, Stella. Oh, Ian. But Ian, I love you. The war continues. Trooper, how did the advance down the riverbank go? It was mined, but I sent a platoon down to clear it. They're coming back now, sir. I only just got back with my life. I mean, poor, that was dangerous. Only survivor. It's like, it's like there's a war going on down there. There is a war going on down there. Oh, fair enough. Tell me, soldier, how many herrings have you killed? Oh, loads. And today? Not so many. It seems to me your heart's not in this war. The corporal told me that you have denounced the cult of Heron and our glorious siege. Well, not really. I just think we should soften the edges a bit. You know, make ourselves a bit more likeable. We should rebrand. How about, and I'm only putting it out there, how about we call ourselves a blanket of Herons? There's nothing more comforting than a lovely blanket wrapped around yourself while you lay on the sofa chilling. Or, and again, I'm just riffing here, but what about a smattering of herons? That way, the enemy only think there's a few of us. Okay, I like the way you're thinking, finally. Tactical. What about a single file formation of herons? The SFF. That way, depending on the angle, obviously, the enemy will only think there's one of us. Genius. This man needs a promotion. The enemy will never know what's hit them. From now on, we will be known as a singles club of herons. That does sound pretty strange, sir. It makes us sound like we're on the pool and not fighting a war to end all wars. Hmm. In that case, we will embrace that and become a tinder of herons. I feel so much happier. Welcome to Digging Deeper with me, Dale Allen. I'm joined this evening by Sebastian Woodswanger of the local amateur photography club. Sebastian, would you care to tell us a bit more about your club? Good evening, Dale. It's a pleasure to be here. Sebastian, I was asking if you could tell us a bit more about your photography club. Oh, we're amateur. Quite amateur. In fact, you could say we're very amateur. How? Well, we've all just begun on the journey of photography and we're still learning the basics. We have a unique style. In what way? We arrive with our equipment ready and snap away all night. It's great fun. So much so that some of us have even thought about buying actual cameras. You're a photography club with no cameras. Have I got that right, Sebastian? That's right. No cameras. Right. I just wanted to make sure because if I was starting a photography club, the first thing I would check is that all the members have a camera. We don't need them, Dale. I could take a photograph of you if you like. What, here and now, with no equipment? That's right. You just hold still. Click. Mr Woodtwanger, you literally held your fingers in a rectangle and said the word click. That's right. It's not a bad photograph, all told. The light's not so good in here, but it will line up a treat once I've edited it. And you're going to edit it now? That's right. I'll just bring up the saturation a little. Which I notice you're doing by turning a dial in the air. That's right. 
Not too much, though. You don't want to have too much of a suntan. And how exactly are you editing that picture? With an app. An app? Yes, I got it from Google Play. Right. I'll just drop the shadows a little. Oops. Oh, that's a bit too much. Now now the whole thing's gone black. I'll just take another. Okay. I'd like to zoom in a little. That's a little close. Sorry, it's just I got a bit of red eye back there. Oh, that's much better. Uh, Mr Woodtwanger, I believe your club has an exhibition coming up. That's right. And how exactly will you be exhibiting the photos? Well, I'll ask everyone I've photographed so far to attend with me. Like living photography? That's right. There was a tricky one for a tree in Bromley that I had to have removed from a car park. It's going to be a struggle as the council want me to return it after the exhibition. And wasn't there going to be a lovely photo of a family that all tragically died in a car accident two weeks ago? That's right. Unfortunately, they won't be able to attend the exhibition. The coroner was very clear about that. And do you have any of your photographs uh, around your home? I do. I hang my best pictures in the house. I have one of a forest and of my wife. Every morning, she walks past it and she says, Sebastian, that picture is amazing and I'm inspired today to go out into the world and make a difference. And what does your wife do for a living? She's an imaginary nurse, Dale. Mr Woodtwanger, I've not enjoyed this interview in the least. I hope very much we never meet again. The pleasure's been all mine. Perkins, 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 Perkins and Fitzroy. How may I direct your call? Oh, no, what you've done is you've dialed wanting to speak to the Hollywood actor Anthony Perkins from the hit film Psycho. Unfortunately, he's not affiliated with this company, nor is he alive. Oh, no, don't apologise. You've got nothing to feel silly about. I get roughly five or six calls an hour asking for Mr Perkins. Twerzel's Chocolate Now made of chocolate. Criminals with the law, welcome to Cops on Blocks. To arrest the prime suspect, lead detective Michaels needs a witness to go on record to give the account of what they had seen on the night of the 12th of March 2013. The witness was happy to talk, but only if I could disguise their voice. So, I was putting the trash out on the road. I heard this awful scream and then a loud bang. I had no idea what it was. Then I saw a black Honda screech off, going fast. Heading north, looking like they was in a hurry. And you say someone had been shot? Absolutely. And you recognize this person? It was Jeff Carrington, a neighbor of mine. Did you see anyone else? No, only Jeff. The car's long gone. Did you get a look at the license plate? No, it was too dark to see it. Thanks for that. We'll start looking for that car now. Thanks. What kind of effect do you cut out to my voice? Um, we'll let you know. East Mid-South West Radio Giving you all 
the hits. And coming up now on East Mid-Southwest Radio, it might be raining cats and dogs outside, but I'm sure that won't dampen the spirits of these two as we head over to Stargazing Live. Do you think he's mocking us, Bundy? 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 Oh, I'm sorry, Ted. I accidentally spilled some peanut butter onto my computer and now the whole thing is wretchedly sticky. We've all been there, Bundy. I thought you didn't favour peanut butter, Ted. Marmite. Ah. I somehow managed to get it all the way down the back of the delete button. I couldn't spell check for several weeks. It haunted my dreams. Well, unfortunately I don't have that kind of time to spare, Ted. Ooh, what's the urgency? We've not had another email, have we? Well, that's not why I'm hurrying, but actually we have. Did I forget to say? This is literally the first I'm hearing of it, Bundy. Ah, hang on. It's from uh, Maureen Perkins in Bishop Stortford. Oh, how nice. Maureen says, I've been listening to this show now for 13 weeks and neither of you have spotted a single star yet. Is it time to focus on something else? Oh, rum and coconuts, Maureen. Ted, my goodness, with language like that, we need to introduce a bleep button. I'm sorry, Bundy. Sorry, Maureen. Whatever's the matter. It's these new shoes. I knew I should have gone for a size 10. I've been uncomfortable all day. Well... I think I might have something here to cheer you right up, Ted. Bundy, you're working that keyboard faster than an old court stenographer. If it isn't Maureen Perkins' email, then what's got you in such a lather? Well, I know it's rained a lot lately, Ted. It has, Bundy. An awful, awful lot. Thirteen weeks of it, to be precise, right from the moment we first went on air. I know it's made you quite gloomy. Plus the new shoes. So, I thought I'd try and get us a celebrity guest to join in on tonight's episode. Really, Bundy, that's fantastic who did you get someone whose words and thoughts echo into the hearts of millions of people all across the world i've got goosebumps who is it the pope the pope the very same he's an incredibly busy man sought after by many many people across the globe however did you manage to contact him i emailed him what just like that well, I had to resend it because on the first one I misspelled Pope and I got one of those dreadful message send errors. Plus there was the peanut butter incident. But I was successful on my second attempt. This is awfully exciting, Bundy. And he replied? Not only replied, Ted. Uh, in fact, if you'd like to pick up that telephone and flick the dial to line two, we might all hear what he has to say about our glorious night skies. Line two, Bundy? Why didn't you just use line one? Flick the dial and introduce yourself, Ted. Absolutely, absolutely. Joe Bundy, maybe we'll find out something more to talk about than the rain. <laughs> but that in your pipe and smoke it, Maureen Perkins. Ah, uh, yeah, hello? Hello, I'm Ted on the phone. Welcome to Stargazing Live. Thanks for coming on here, your, your eminence. Ah, uh, yeah, just call me Francis. Francis, we've been trying to talk our listeners through the fascinating constellations of the night sky, but frustratingly it's been raining non-stop for some weeks now. Thirteen long weeks of rain. Yeah, it's been pretty rotten over here too lately. Ted and I have been trying to fill in with what fascinates us so about the night sky, but I'm sure our listeners would love to hear your thoughts on the mysteries of the constellations surrounding our fragile and precious planet. Um, yeah, I quite like the saucepan. The plough magical with the north star itself lined up from the edge of the pan yeah yeah it's all right i can't believe i'm actually speaking to the pope well i mean i'm, I'm not the pope but i am a pope i mean technically f pope i suppose <laughs> um, 
Sorry, are you saying you're not actually Pope Francis? No, mate. Other way round. Francis Pope from Dagenham. I'm so sorry, Ted. I think I've made quite a catastrophic blunder. I'll go make the tea. You've been listening to Cat Noir. This episode was written, performed, recorded and produced by Kevin Chilvers and Matt Sanders with editing by Gary the Trainee Sound Engineer and the guest announcer was me. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised in this episode, then please seek immediate medical attention or follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir Podcast. The Cat Noir Podcast is sponsored by Zapsplat.com. It's where we get nearly all of our sound effects from. Join us next time for more of this. Perkins, 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 Perkins and Fitzroy. How may I direct your call? No, I'm afraid we don't offer hotel accommodation. I suspect what you've done is dialed trying to get through to the Perk Inn. I know, that does sound remarkably similar to Perkins, 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 Perkins. Perkins, Hello, it's Mr. Perkins here. I just want to make it very clear that my company has no affiliation with any of the sketches you've previously heard. Thank you. Left, right, left, right, swipe, left, right, swipe, right, swipe, right, stop swiping left, Kelpool!